Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, Episode 33. It's all about you, Project and Change Management Training Series. This is the Getting Organized You First episode. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green and Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green and Company Transformation Academy. The Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. And because K Green and Company's Transformation Academy is focused on on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business. The Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we're in the middle of our It's All About You Project and Change Management Training Series. And if you have not listened to the first four episodes, pause this episode, go back to episode 29, and begin with that introductory episode so that you have context for what we are going to focus on in this series. And now that you have a solid foundation for what project management and change management are and why they complement one another, helping you to become a triple double kind of leader, we're going to focus on extremely fundamental skills in the next several episodes because people often see this final product of you or I as a strong project and change management leader or just a leader in general. And then they Go ahead and ask you, how do you make magic? They're often surprised then when I, when answers that I give and maybe some of you as well, or they downplay things like writing effective emails, effective listening, time management, high degree of emotional intelligence, capacity management. And what we're going to get into today, which is being organized as a fundamental skill to effectively lead people through change. And as I share with you at the launch of the series, everything we talk about will be very practical, will be discussed in practical terms, and I will share practical practical strategies on how to elevate your skills in each episode. And I do challenge you though, don't dismiss a topic that seems so elementary or so basic like listening or getting organized to think that you know all that you need to know or how to apply it as a leader who's trying to lead from advanced practices and concepts in project and change management because I assure you, I'm winning and have been for a while for getting so many of these fundamental things right. And while I've written hundreds of project plans and written my share of health assessments, status reports and risk registers and change management communication plans, I can make statements like you can run successful project and change initiatives without those documented plans, not because I don't think there's value in them or because I haven't seen organizations see value in them those technical aspects of project and change management, like lots of spreadsheets and reports and plans. But what I'm saying is what is king, what is golden is your ability to pull together and deploy high value skills, such as the ones that I just mentioned and package that, that makes you the one, the one that people want to lead their teams. And this is also a note to those who watch the same people over and over, get selected to lead high value, highly visible, high dollar initiatives, and wonder why the organization seems to trust them to lead when you know your personal ability to write a coaching plan or create a Microsoft project project plan with 5,000 details is better than the way that person does it. And I'm not saying those things aren't valuable. What I'm saying is in this series, it's about me being open and honest about what really counts in business. And I'm going to coach you and train you to that end. So 
In today's episode, I'm going to train you on some practical tips to get organized. And in the next episode, I'll share what you can do to help others. And the reason I'm starting, as you know, if you've been listening, you know, I always start with you. I'm starting with you because not only do you need to lead by example, but effective project and change management is about being in control. And before you can control the dynamics, which are often very complex in project and change initiatives, and before you can influence the behavior of other people, you have to get that right for yourself first. So you need to be in control of you, in control of your space, in control of your approach to your work. Whether you agree with it or not, there's also a degree of organization needed in your personal life to help you be organized in your professional life. And I can tell you, leaders who are not organized are often anxious and they make other people anxious. They don't command the room. They don't command the respect of others. They're not given permission to lead. And believe it or not, you need permission to lead in project and change management. People expect to be led by the project and change manager or the person leading a project or change management initiative. And I don't care how many projects or changes you've worked or delivered, you are always being measured and you're always establishing, reestablishing credibility, one project, one change initiative at a time. And one of the most obvious things that stands out to people is whether or not you have it together, just in general. Are you put together with your physical presentation, your communication and your organization skills? As an example, if you're the one responsible for for taking notes or leading the meeting. Did you bring your laptop to the meeting? Or are you going to use the computer that's in the room? If the conference room doesn't have a PC and you brought your laptop, but you forgot the projector, like that's super unhelpful. Do you take public meeting notes following the conversation accurately? Even if there are typos in the draft that you're writing, helping the project and change team and the meeting participants relax. Um, you'd be surprised. Like if, if someone's not going to take ownership to take those public notes, it makes people anxious because they feel like they have to be responsible for the conversation and cataloging the outcomes. And so can you help people relax and know that they can have a conversation without having to worry about exercising that second skill, which most people don't actually possess, which is talking while cataloging that conversation. But you as a strong project and change management leader and a leader in general who is facilitating any conversation are expected to have that skill and be good at exercising it. Do you name your project files using organized, easily identifiable naming conventions that associates the project or change with that particular document? Can you get a conversation such as the meeting going quickly after taking role or attendance and not letting that be a barrier to getting on with the conversation? Do you organize the content of your meeting notes in a way that actually reflects what was said and decided on? And do those notes actually add value to the people reading them? Does your workspace have a pile of papers and folders and have multiple project and change information? Make it difficult for you to locate and keep track of files and information? Do you have a combination of handwritten and type notes for the same project in multiple places? Did you leave information in various workspaces at home or at work or do you need to borrow supplies from people like pens and paper when you run from one meeting to the next? Do you mix up project updates when you have the same people running projects or changes? Or are you clear to communicate about the project or change at hand? In your personal life, consider how you manage paperwork in your household. So bills, children's school flyers, your tax information, photo albums, and things you may not use every day, but you need to know where they are, have easy access to them, and make sure other people can access them. Can you delegate tasks to other people in your home? Make making sure tools that they need are actually available to them and your explanation of the task is clear to that person. Do you use the same bag for work that stores the equipment or paperwork or maybe your badge or garage access card? Are those things that you often misplace? 
If you are challenged with any of those organizational concepts, here are some things that you can do right now to course correct and then elevate. So at home, take inventory of your paperwork and categorize that paperwork into things. Give them one or two name labels like bills, taxes, schoolwork, mail, follow up to do. Create a location somewhere in your home where you can keep all those items. And then for the actual documents, let's say you had a conversation about something, write it directly on the document or write a sticky note and staple it or paperclip it to the document. Write down the date that you dealt with the item. And if you actually spoke to someone, write down their name, the time and date stamp that you spoke to them and whatever the outcome was of the conversation or the next action. Use file folders like you would at work to store the categories of documents in their respective folders and label each folder for the category that you came up with. Let whomever in the home know that what these particular folders are used for. And I mean, Ask them not to make changes to the contents of the folder, nor to move them without speaking with you first so that you can simply develop that muscle memory and the habit. As paperwork comes in those categories to the home, you can simply practice organizing and storing them and making the necessary notes on them at that time. Keep your space clean. And I know on the surface, that doesn't sound like it matters for effective and uh, project and change management, but a clean home, especially a clean workspace, it frees up your mental capacity to be productive. You'll be surprised how stressful it is or can become to work in a chaotic work environment. Even if you're someone who says that organized chaos is your thing, I'm telling you, remove things from your home and your workspace that don't serve a function, especially for your your day to day work. And if, for example, that you have all these years worth of utility bills that seem to become a piece of decor in your home, it's time to do something about it. No matter what time of year it is, do you even need as much paper as you have or can you start to transfer some things to a digital format? Get all recurrent bills, for examples, into a paperless format. And this may not work for some people. It may work for others. But my point is you don't need multiple copies of everything if what really matters is the most recent copy. And you especially don't need multiple copies in your everyday space. What about your email inbox and your desktop space? Do you have projects and change initiatives organized by name? Do you file content in their respective folders? Cleaning up and organizing your files and your emails, your digital format is a huge first step of getting control of your computer and your information. And also dating your files for the same projects and changes that that can just easily help you locate that. So for example, do your project meeting notes have the same file name for each meeting? Project X steering committee meeting. Simply adding an underscore or dash to that project file name and then the date out to those documents, when you accumulate it over time, it makes it easier to just go back and find that if you recall a certain conversation and people were in it and you just need the date to help be a point of reference. You can also keep a list of your projects and changes in a one page for portfolio style tracking list to track their high level status in one place so that you don't have to go back to multiple project files, even folders to remember where you are on a particular project. And if you aren't already doing this, this is a simple, easy value add tip that actually works for operational work, meaning non-project tasks like approving payroll every other Monday, for example, if you need a reminder for that. When I ran a project in IT operations, uh, department or function rather I use this format for a dual purpose and it was a really good visual for you for me and for our leadership 
even when, when my team members needed to show the volume of work at a quick glance, it shows the health of those items for me and for whatever they were responsible for. And when I needed my project managers and project support staff to track their own work, I had them use a similar template and it helped me and them to know what we could reprioritize if we needed to, which is often a daily uh, requirement in project and change management space. And I took the same concept a step further to track the project and operational work for a team of application developers so that their managers could see resource capacity where some developers had too much work, others didn't have enough work. And in the upcoming online training, I will show you some options on how to manage this on a simple Word document or using Excel or even using a web-based tool such as Smartsheet to manage that. So stay tuned for a portfolio tracking training. I'll let you know when we drop that. Use your calendar to block your time of your day, not to just go to meetings, but also to work on projects and changes, even operational responsibilities. Use block time on your calendar to work on email. Actually block time to just be and do nothing. You might even add in your commute time, the beginning and the end of the day. Even if you don't add the actual words, you can even block time for things on your calendar that you need a reminder for, for the evening, for example, to keep a personal commitment. I do this with my children. If they have commitments and I need to be reminded throughout the day, so I may not put the words in there per se, but I block the time so I can remember what it's for. Spend the first part of every day making a bulleted list of the priorities, assessing what did not get done from the previous day. If it really needs to be addressed today, put a date next to your goals and move on. If you aren't a notebook person, meaning you can't keep information in one notebook as much as I want to do this, I think it's super cool. I admire those who can do it. I personally need loose leaf paper and a file folder related to that subject to write down a few things that I need related to that topic. And I have been able to quickly place in that folder and move on. So someone who for years was booked for back to back meetings, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, no breaks, hardly went to five or six different project meetings in a day. This also works when you acquire paper from a meeting and it doesn't store well in that one notebook that I admire so much. But I had to have those folders per project, per change, even with blank paper in it. So to take those with me to my first meeting and then move efficiently throughout the day from one conversation to the next, most of which I led many of those conversations. I didn't have a choice but to create this kind of efficiency for myself and the people that I was leading. So it makes it really easy to find project information. And for those loosely paper, I would use like pastel colored printer paper because too much white paper can also get lost even when you have a good organizing system. So it's something about seeing multiple colors even help with the memory as to whatever the topic was, if it was date stamps so that I could locate that information. So of course, there are many, many, many other organizational tips, but these are really important core fundamental set of strategies to help you take inventory of how organized you are individually, make the needed adjustments to develop new habits, and most importantly, implement strategies that are not only scalable for your projects and change initiatives, but also for your day-to-day operational responsibilities. Make sure there are also sustainable strategies. You don't want your organizational efforts to overwhelm you. They should not control you, and nor do you want them to take too much time to implement on a daily basis because that's just counterproductive for those strategies serving you. So that's it for the getting organized you first episode. My goal with today's episode was to take you back to a basic concept of organization, give you some things that people do that make them either appear to be unorganized or cause them to actually be unorganized and what you can do immediately to improve your organizational skills when it comes to you, your individual space, your documents and gaining or regaining control of your organizational efforts, which is a prerequisite to leading people well through project and changes. So 
Up next is getting organized. Now you can help others episodes. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com and I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life and your career and in business, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank y'all.